there. Welcome to Comic Misfits, the podcast that bridges the gap between a super comic fan and the ones just getting started in the fandom. I'm your host, Pedro, and today we're taking a quick break from our walk down the DC animated universe, and we're going to talk all things Batman Three Jokers. We're very excited to start talking more comics in the show, and talking Three Jokers is something we've been talking about for a while. So, excited, why not? Don't worry, though, we're going to go back to our DC animated universe reviews. Uh, make sure to stay up to date on all things Comic Misfits by following us on your favorite social media accounts. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just search for Comic Misfits. We're the only ones. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a rating and a review of the podcast. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Today, I'm joined, as always, by my friend Aiden. Aiden, how are you doing? I'm good, my dude. How are you? I'm doing great. The song is just so good. Keep saying that, then. Because it's, it's, tr- true. it's true. It is true. Yeah. Spitting straight facts live on the Comic Misfits podcast. Oh, straight facts all day, bro. <laughs> all day. Your dog agrees. Yeah. My dog definitely agrees. Facts. So. Yeah, she growled at me, even though I bought her like a big box of treats today. That's what happens. So ungrateful. Can't trust dogs, man. Love them, but you can't oh, trust them sometimes. Yeah. I don't know what they're <sighs> thinking. So I try my best. Man's best friend is a statement I definitely disagree with. <laughs> I try my best not to mess with dogs. <laughs> even though they're so, oh, they're super nice. I'm like, mm, <laughs> I'm sure this is really nice to you, but I hear it barking in the middle of the night and it's not nice. Yeah, so I'm no. going to stay away from your dog. Yeah. That's how I usually feel about <laughs> dogs that aren't mine. <laughs> Especially the ones in my, in my neighborhood now. There's a bunch of dogs and they always bark really loud. And I'm like, I see them walking around when I'm going out or something. And they go, oh, they're friendly. And they're all like, they're all pit bulls. <laughs> I'm like, mm. oh, they're friendly. They're like mauling a deer. I was like, they're friendly, but I hear them barking. And uh, I'm assuming they're barking at something. And I don't want to be part of this. So I'm out. And so I don't, I don't, I don't even pet them. That's just me, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's never a good idea. <laughs> never a good idea. Aiden, um, we're going to do something different today. And we're talking, we're going to talk a little bit, obviously, news, but there's not really a lot. It's just a few things going on. But the latest episode of Mandalorian came out. Um, and I actually watched it on time. It I'm normally surprised. takes me like two or three days. Yeah, I'm surprised you watched, watched it, it last time. night. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm trying my best here to uh, not spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it yet. But I kind of want to like talk a little bit about it. You know, I had episode one spoiled for me. I don't care about spoiling it for well, anybody as else. In the comic Misfits, we don't like spoiling things that just came out. But I'm assuming that because I'm not going to get the show out today, which is Saturday, I'm probably going to get it out during the week. Most hardcore fans probably will have already seen the episode. So I say yeah. why not. But if you haven't watched the latest, the latest episode of The Mandalorian... Be warned. This is the way. That might be spoiled for you. And I don't want to get no tweets at us saying they spoiled it for us because we clearly have announced that this is going to be a little bit of spoilers. But. Spoiler warning. I have spoken. Bo-Katan is finally back. Woo! I've been waiting to see Bo-Katan forever. I love the fact that. They're not spoiling what the characters look like. Yeah. Except when you see them. So like Sasha Banks was a was wasn't was a big talk about being someone big in in the Mandalorian um, series. She's actually not that big. She's just a like a, a hench, like not a henchman, but she's like second background character. Yeah, it's like a background character. I was like, oh, so if Sasha Banks, who they was who was the only person that they kind of like share on the trailers it's just a side character and then i'm like oh my gosh is this bo-katan and i saw the the helmet like yep it's her yeah and i i just i i got a little excited it was great man i started freaking out my dad's like what what's what's your problem it's so good yeah people that people that don't watch haven't watched clone wars have no idea who bo-katan is so it's funny to see people that don't know who she is, like watch and go, oh, what are you guys are so excited about? Well, Bo-Katan is a boss. 
and I am kind of excited about it. It's great, and she looks just like the the cartoon. The best part is she's voiced. She's played by the the actress that voices her, Katie Sackhoff. So, so yeah. it's kind of just like perfect. Like there's no, there's nothing different about it. It's perfect to me. It's like one of the best things that, to happen, especially coming out uh, coming on the heels of an episode that I really didn't enjoy. Oh uh, man, that was awful. It was a bad episode. I didn't enjoy it. But <sighs> then I was talking to a couple of friends, a couple of my friends, and. We kind of realized that last season was the same thing. Like, I think episode two or three was really slow. It was the yeah. one with the Mudhorn, where they uh, got the Jawas yeah. took um, took a, took apart the Razor Crest, and he had to like yeah, go get the Mudhorn. And so I'm like, eh, it was lame. Except for the end when you see Yoda, baby Yoda, or the child. Sorry, Aiden, the child. Yeah, get it right. Um, do his little force thing and then fall asleep for like five episodes. <laughs> so la- yeah. last episode wasn't very good. I was kind of an, I was kind of disappointed with it. The first I think ep- my favorite, the only redeeming part of last week's episode was the child eating the frog baby. Listen, baby. that was the worst part. That was the funniest thing. You know what makes it even funnier, Pedro? <laughs> what the writers had to come out and make a statement saying that scene was supposed to be played for laughs. Yeah, because people are so sensitive now. <laughs> 2020, man, we're all sensitive. Everyone, no matter, no matter who you are, we're all snowflakes in 2020. Anything that happens, yeah. we complain about. Except for me. Yeah, I just thought, I I thought it was weird, but not because, like, oh, he's killing people. I just thought it was weird because I'm like, eh, I think we could do better. And then there was, um, like, they were playing with one of the hatchlings or whatever at the end of episode three. I thought he was going to eat it. <laughs> and I was so ready for the, it. The episode three was funny because of that part when um when Mando goes like, "Behave yourself." You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, this guy is like trying not to tell the kid to eat baby frogs again. And I was like, yeah. this is Gareth. It was funny in the beginning of the episode when he when the frog lady leaves and he's just like Baby Yoda's looking at like super sad, and he and Mando goes. I know you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was great. It was good comic relief. I mean, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But I really enjoyed this episode. It was so cool. Did you see, like, did you see all the cool little um, like Easter eggs from this episode? Like what? Like the at-at that became... Uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. at-at that um, was dubbed as a the shipping... Junker bot. Junker bot. Um, the Death Star was in it. I didn't notice that. Well, it was in it wasn't in it. It was in the the Razor Crest's um like system when he was landing. I guess it showed up, but I don't think it was supposed to be the Death Star. It was something else. But it kind of looked like a Death Star. It was circle and had a little circle on gotcha. the top. So I was like, oh, Death Star. And in typical Star Wars fashion, they had the um, stormtroopers in a really narrow hall. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's Star Wars. That was the best scene. Yeah, typical oh, Star Wars. Goodness. Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed that episode. Best part of the, sh- that, the episode, though, was um, Bo-Katan saying Ahsoka Tano live action. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. here." Just we- watch it not be Rosario Dawson, and it, they actually got Ashley Eckstein to come back and play no, Ahsoka. Oh, no, nah, it's Rosario <laughs> Dawson. It has to be her. She kind of like... Nah, I can't. Well, I nah. mean, they uh, they brought back the voice of Bo-Katan. Yeah, but that was, a, that was beforehand, right? Before before what? Well, when the series start, when the season started, they announced that she was coming back for Bo- as Bo-Katan. I don't even remember them announcing. They did. I remember, I remember it was back. a big deal for a while for Star Wars people. I remember Boba Fett. And then I, I remember the Rosario yeah, Dawson. I think the biggest thing, I think the argument, the, I think... I don't think the argument was because they brought back the actor for Boba Fett and they yeah. brought back the actors, the actress for Bo-Katan. People were saying, why didn't you bring back? What's her name? Ashley Eckstein. Ashley X, whatever her last name is, Erickson or Eckson, whatever to X-Dean, play a Sokotano. And I think that's because Rosario Dawson is a better actress. Question mark. I don't think the other girl has been in anything. Hmm. To me, Rosario Dawson is always going to be Wonder Woman in the animated series. <laughs> so I can't. No, for me, she's uh, Claire from Daredevil. 
She's not right. Yeah, she's in Daredevil, yeah. and so to me, I mean, I'm, she's not going to look nothing like herself. That's that's for sure. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's just my theory. I just she's hope she comes in show. this next episode because they mentioned it, and then Mando takes the child and he goes, "We're going to this planet to reunite you with your kind." And I'm just like, what, what is if she they be- get rid of the child next episode? I don't know, but what if they, what if she, what if she, listen, you haven't watched Rebels, right? No, right. Okay. I've not seen Rebels. So to me, because Ahsoka is a big part of Rebels for a while. And the last we see of Ahsoka was in Rebels looking for Ezra, which is the main act, the main character of Rebels after yeah. he like yeah, does some force stuff. So that's the last we see of her. And then the next time we hear of Ahsoka is in Rise of Skywalker when she is in the one of the voices that Rey yeah. hears when she's telling her to get up, which makes me think. What does it make you think? It's a fact. She's alive. So after Maybe. after Revenge of the, the Return of the Jedi, she's still alive. Because yeah. the if she was around... Four, I think it was four or five years after for Rebels, after Clone Wars. Um, she should be around another 20, 30 years, so she's going to be older, which makes sense why Rosario Dawson is going to play her, because she's going to be an older character. No. So, I'm excited. I hope next week we see Ahsoka Tano. That's been something I've been waiting for. Um, I was yeah. super. I was super under satisfied in the f- episode one because everyone's freaking out. Like, oh, did you see that? I'm like, oh, please, 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 make it be a so good. And it's just like Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care about him. I mean, that's a big deal because like Not the whole me. um, the whole like thing about him dying in the Sarlacc pit has just been a rumor or whatever for years. Listen, if, so, if like actually getting confirmation that that actually happened. That's well, cool. If the Emperor died and came back to life, why can't Boba Fett die and come back to life? This was just confirmation that he did die and then come back to life. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm excited for Ahsoka, man. I want to see her play those double lightsabers and destroy some people. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of double lightsabers, I'm gonna bring up something we didn't talk about bringing up. Right. How's uh Jedi Fallen Order, Pedro? Oh yeah, I got Jedi Fallen Order. It was on it was on sale at Target for twenty five dollars. When I texted it's you, a good price. So I snagged that sucker up, and I have played a lot of it. <laughs> I I can I I can remember how it was Animal Crossing, and how like we just spent hours playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. I spent like the other day I was playing. I started playing probably at seven, right? In in the morning or at night? No, at night, at night, and uh, okay. no, five o'clock, five ish, five, because I've got off of work, started playing, and Kim gets home. I'm playing, and then a couple. To me, it was a couple minutes go by, and I'm like, man, I only play. I I won't keep wanting to play. I just played for like an hour, and she goes, no, you play for like <laughs> two and a half hours. I was like, what? Yeah, that game is sick. I had I have some friends that hate yeah. it. I had a friend that say it was like the worst game they ever played, and that no, just throw it out. Had uh, you tell Not me how great world. it is? So. <sighs> Yeah, I got the double lightsaber really early on, though. I didn't even go to Dathomir. Yeah, apparently you can go somewhere else. I yeah, didn't know in about the first that. world. I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. I, I remember just... I, I got like tempted to just go beyond the story and ignore the story. Yeah. So I went to Dathomir, and I'm like, oh, it can't be that hard. I found the double-bladed lightsaber after dying like 20 times, and Dathomir is super hard. <laughs> Yeah, I I could tell it was hard as soon as they said Dathomir. I was like, I'm not going to yeah. where Darth Maul and oppress self, savage oppress is from. Like, yeah. no, thank you. And you're like, oh, go to Dathomir, get the double lightsaber. I'm like, nah, I'm okay. And so I just I went back to the first world. I forget the name of the first world. And Bogano, I think. Huh? Bogano or something. Bogano, yeah, Bogano. And I go, I go back there because I kind of, I was, I said to myself, you know what, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna play this game a little better than usual. Like I'm gonna actually enjoy it, go through, find a chest because I want to get the different skins for the sabers and things like that. And so I just randomly found this this place where apparently was the hideout for the Jedi Master that the little robot used to be owned. And then yeah. 
it said interact with the, the it said interact. So I clicked interact and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna put this hilt on my hilt and then it's a double saber. I'm like, Oh nice. Yeah. I don't know if I like it as much. Yeah, I prefer the just single blade. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a big fan of the double saber, but I have it. But there are some sick combo moves you can unlock later on that like he'll activate the double and then he'll like take them apart and like Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to save up my skill points. I don't want to just keep buying one one skill point things. Saving those babies up. Have you gotten to Kashyyyk yet? Yeah, I'm already. I passed. I already. I already beat. I already found. um, I'm back in the. I'm back in the world where the the crash. The 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 thing crashed. I'm back there. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm not. When you're talking about. I finished. I finished a Wookie place. Did you notice who was there? Yes. I was waiting for a reaction. Yeah, raw, raw, Sagarera. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Saw. Cool. I think he's stupid. Uh, Never been a fan of him, even in the Clone Wars, even on Rogue One. I was like, nah, you're lame. But yeah, so I, I just think enjoy. it's cool that like a movie character showed up in the well, game. It's canon. This yeah. game is canon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it makes complete sense. I'm not. I'm surprised they not have what they're not. They, they don't have like Luke Skywalker come in. Or do yeah. they? Oh man. Not gonna say anything. That'd be so cool. So yeah, I'm not surprised. It's just it's canon, so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Or Darth Vader because this is like right after the the Clone yeah. Wars or the Empire Strike um, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I'll be cool if the Darth Vader randomly shows up. I do enjoy yeah. the the Inquisitors though. That's really cool because it brings yeah, it brings it hard from the from the TV show from Rebels into it. So I think yeah. that's really cool. But yeah, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about today um, about three jokers. Three jokers. Before we get to before we get to three jokers, we want to let our listeners know that this show is sponsored by the great people at Docking Bay ninety four in Coconut Creek, Florida, located conveniently near Parkland, Boca Raton, and Coconut Creek. Docking Bay ninety four is your one stop shop for all your comic and game needs. In business for over twenty two years, John Miller and his friendly staff are always available to assist you and your friends if you're looking for comic books or your games. Don't live near Florida, but you want to support them, you can also do that. They have a subscription service that you can get the books shipped to you wherever you are in the United States. Visit their website today at www.comicandgames.com to find out more. So that's actually where we got our comics from. Um, Yeah, and that's where I proved I'm a bigger fan than you are, Pedro. Why? You can't see it over there, but I bought the second print of book one. Why? And it's an alternate cover. Because it looks cool. Ah, I seen it. Have you seen the second print cover, Pedro? Yeah, I was there. I went to like six. That's weird. Our listeners, unfortunately, can't see it. But he has the shark hand puppet. Yeah, that's weird. That's creepy. That's too much for me. No, I'm I'm gonna pass on that one. I try my best to just grab the regular covers and the Bat Family variant covers. Yeah. So I have the the original covers, and then I have for uh, book one I have Batman, book two I have Batgirl, and book three I got Red Hood. Yeah, I have those. I think I'm gonna try to get it signed by Jeff Jones and Jason Fabic. So how do you do that? Oh, go to CG, uh, cgc.com and you can do it. It's like a hundred bucks now. Oh. If you have a hundred oh. bucks laying around. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Yeah. You can get graded. You can get a sign and graded. So, huh. so win, win, uh, it's called, it's called an investment, Aiden, kind of like buying, um, Savage Dragon, Joe Biden book for three ninety nine <sighs> and selling it for $65. One of my biggest regrets in my life is only buying one. <laughs> I told you to buy it. You didn't want to buy it, but now it's now. Don't worry about it. Now it's only selling for like twenty five. Yeah, because yeah, because it's already over. The hype is over. But January fifteenth comes around, bro. Gonna sell the other one I bought, like hundred and fifty <laughs> bucks. Someone's gonna buy it. I'm telling you, it's all about it's all about inauguration day. That's gonna. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll, January fifteenth. January twentieth is the Oh, twentieth. Whatever. I I'm five days off. I'm the worst person yeah. in the world. So let's get to it. Let's talk all. Let's talk about this comic. You know, we. I've been trying to talk about it for a while. It came out. I told you to go get it. You ended up getting it. Yeah. What did you think before before jump before spoiling it for people? Overall, like, what were your thoughts on this book? 
And yeah, let's go start start with that. Well, if we're going to compare it to our last comic book series review, Contagion, <laughs> I like it better than Contagion. It's not as good as uh, what else did we do? Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns, yeah. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns is still better, but <laughs> Three Jokers wasn't bad. Yeah. It had some issues in book two and kind of a <laughs> meh ending. Understatement of the year for book two, dude. Book two is the <laughs> biggest letdown ever. Ah, and I, I can't even talk a lot about book two because that's all spoilers because that's my main yeah. great with the series. Yeah. But, but, but my biggest good. thing, and this isn't spoiling anything. This is just my personal opinion on the book. After all the hype since 2016 when Jeff Jones wrote Justice League number 50 and Batman found out there were three Jokers, okay? Yeah. For four years, I'm getting chills because I get I get annoyed. For four years, this has been hyped. It's been talked about at Comic-Con. It's been talked about at DC Fandom. It's been the most overhyped comic of all time. And it was the biggest letdown. Mm. Fair To me... When I got it, and I read the first, uh, I read the three books. I was very, I was like, "Oh, this is so good." But I read it again to talk about it today on the show, and you know, with a clear eyes, no oh, hindsight, twenty twenty. This is such a disappointment for all the hype that it got. It yeah. was a very. Very disappointing book. Jeff Jones literally just grabs a known comic in The Killing Joke and piggybacks off of that and tries to make a comic out of it. And I like some of the parts that he piggybacked off of. Right. Like they're like the ending of um book three actually kind of gave me chills. I liked it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Oh my gosh. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There were some great parts, but it was overall it was underachieving to what everyone thought it was gonna be. Everyone assumed and like it was it was you know announced and it was um hyped up as like the next killing joke yeah but it ended up being a it did ne- also kind of feel like a bruce tim um what would be the word like a bruce tim thing well like, no got to get a random member of the bat family to hook up with batgirl but oh yeah, yeah. well you yeah. know it, what i think is cool about the it's a shame because the best part of this book is the art. Oh, the art was so cool. Phenomenal. Jason Fabig yeah. had an amazing, amazing artwork done in this book. And Brad Anderson did great in the coloring. I think he did coloring. Check. Yeah. yeah, he did coloring. He, they did a phenomenal. This book is so beautifully drawn. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's it has the same style of format as 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 um. The, did you catch the kind of format this book follows? I didn't. What format did it, it follow? Have Pedro? you been reading Watchmen? I have been reading Watchmen. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a nine panel comic per page. Huh. Just like Watchmen, it's usually not nine panels in the page. Huh. Yeah, it looks. It's supposed to be have that feel, and it's supposed. And I'm, I, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the negative things first before I get into like the good stuff. But like, to for a DC black label book to look this good. Well, it looks great, yeah. but for a DC black label book, this is underachieving. The only good DC black label book to ever come out, and I'm gonna say this out loud. Well, there's, there's, like, there's two. There's. There's two really good books, but my favorite is Batman Damned because it culminates into everything that DC Black Label was supposed to be. It was mature. It was gritty. It was on the edge, but it got, and it got rave reviews except for the bat penis part and people (laughs) lost their minds. And so DC decided to, you know, censor it. And it became really just a regular comic book. And so to me, since that day, it's been the only difference that I can tell between a DC Black Label book and a regular DC comic book is one, the format. Most of the DC Black Label books have like a magazine format except for this one and The Curse of the White Knight and White Knight. But 
usually they don't have anything that you don't see in a regular book. Uh, aside yeah. from the curse words, which is very minimal in a lot of these books, I was expecting it to be a lot more. A lot more mature. Uh, when audience. I thought DC Black, I was thinking like R-rated, like more right. profane. I was thinking about that too. This felt tame. If you read Batman Damn number one, you're going to get that exactly what you're talking about. Hmm. Batman Damn number one was so good, but then he had so much problems with it because of the whole like all censoring kind of thing. That book two and three were pushed back months and months later because they had to redraw some parts to. Oh. Yeah, it was horrible. So book two and three stink. So to me, the only good book is. Number number one, number one's great. Two and three. Do you have the uncensored book? Yeah, one? I do. I got it. Oh. I got it. I got it for. I got it the day it came out. It's awesome. You can sell that for like. No, I'm not gonna sell that. That that thing is mine. <laughs> that baby's mine. I ain't selling that one. No, sir. But it's, it goes for a pretty penny. At the height of Does everything, it? at the height of everything that was going on when um they couldn't sell it anymore, it was going for like over two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, because people just want to see little Batman penis. And, it, and, it, and, it even, and it wasn't even there. It was just like an outline of it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I didn't even know. I didn't even notice until until my friends are like, "Yo, that book is so controversial." I'm like, "Why?" It's like, "Oh, look at page four. I'm like, or whatever page. I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Yeah. But that to me was the biggest problem with the, the three jokers it's just so tamed there was so much that could have been done with it yeah that wasn't done and i think jones just didn't didn't do it justice but i do think it was cool that uh each book came with like a playing card yeah i didn't the get the playing card, card the for the last one which is sad did it no it uh-huh. ran out by the time i got there it was it's so it's so beautifully drawn by Jason Fabic. I love it. Um, yeah, it's it's good art to look at. You know, it's nice pristine um, format. The cover is very nicely done. Yeah. The artwork is phenomenal. I love like, this artwork, and I, like I love can, on the cover. There's like the tint of purple, mm-hmm. even on like the Bat Family. Yep. I like oh, how man. you can tell. I like how he can how he made the three Jokers completely different, although they all supposed to be the same. Yeah, you can clearly tell the difference between the three Jokers. It's just so great, beautiful John. Yeah. It's a shame that it was terribly written. <laughs> to me, yeah. it, I don't know. It it wasn't my favorite. You know, Jones. Here's the thing about. Batman and Joker, right? After 80 years, someone hasn't come along and given the Joker an origin story, right? What makes Jeff Jones think he's going to be the guy that rewrites history and gives the Joker an origin story? It makes complete sense, no sense to me. Well, I mean, he... He is, like you said, building off of Alan Moore's The Killing Joke, which is probably one of my favorite uh, comic books of all time. No, 100%, and, like, but yeah, I, just, I, just, yeah. I just don't see how. Yeah. But, like, I, to me, Jeff Johns has, a god, like, a god complex. Yeah, I can tell from this book. Yeah. The worst part to me is that he set this whole thing up in 2016, right? Yeah. But then he and took And then it, it takes him four well, years. No, to, because he took a step back from writing... In 2016, he stopped writing comic books because of his new position at DC Films. That's right. And then then he comes back and does Shazam and Three Jokers, and it wasn't good. It just wasn't good. And I'm so mad because I liked, I was so excited for it. It was a letdown, but I would highly suggest getting the book. It is actually worth reading. For the for the artists yeah. alone like the story is iffy it's not canon it's just a one-off story oh you're sure it's not canon uh, i didn't know it yeah. wasn't canon no it's not canon so it shouldn't affect anything going on forward so we just have to see yeah i mean and the ending of book three kind of cements that it's not going to change anything right and that that and we're going to get to it yeah. but overall overall if you haven't if you haven't got picked up the comics yet they're going to release they're about to release the hard, um, the complete set together. It's going to be like the graphic novel type. So we're going to have all of them together, which is, 
ideal because I don't like reading yeah. one by one. So I might, I might buy it too. It, it was interesting. You know, I'm, I'm just looking at the, I'm even looking at the, at the description by DC Comics. It's like 30 years after the killing joke changed comics forever. The three jokers reexamines the myth of who or what is the Joker and what is at the heart of his ongoing battle with Batman. Oh. And I'm like, um, the comic book failed to answer any of those questions. <laughs> so it it felt like it thought it was really good but it wasn't well book one yeah. is phenomenal book book one was really good but and book, i would say book three is actually kind of good yeah i like book three a lot but book one book, blew it out of the water book two stunk up the joint and book three kind of like was trying to redeem itself and if it had another book would have brought would have probably been better no. I don't think Jones there's a lot of a lot of themes throughout these books. Um one of them is the theme of coping with you know trauma. Trauma. Yeah, that's what I had written down. Yeah. And I don't think Jones did a very good job in explaining that. Like it's an interesting concept cuz like if you think about it like Batman, Batgirl, and Red Hood, the like three prominent characters in this series, have all dealt with like some serious form of trauma. Like mm-hmm. Batman lost his parents, which we get to see like two times. Yeah, it's overdone, man. Which that was didn't I need to see that again. Um listen, can we just say Batgirl, something? Batgirl obviously killing joke. Yeah, but like oh, Batman needs to stop. People people writing Batman need to stop bringing back his origin story. Like we understand his origin story. Yeah. Or at least make it like different from the last one. No, nah, there's no way you can make it, make it different. <laughs> it's just overdone. Anyways, continue. No, Sorry. No, maybe he fights his parents like are attacked by the mafia and like Thomas Wayne is like some secret ninja or something. Just continue. He, at least gonna, kills you're not, half you're of not them. Gonna change the I will, origin story. I Con- will change continue the origin story. Okay. But like Batgirl with killing joke, like she was paralyzed from the waist down, and then Red Hood was killed by the Joker and right. death in the family, right? And so, like, that whole idea of, like, looking and seeing how they all dealt with their trauma. And, like, obviously you see Red Hood didn't deal with it the right way. <laughs> True. <laughs> Which we'll talk about that more when we get into spoiler section. But right. it just felt out of place to do all that in this book. I don't know if you, you well, noticed that. Like, yeah, it I, became more about them instead of three Jokers. Right. And that's what my biggest problem with it is. It's beca- it became more of a, how do you say it? It became more of about a story about the family than yeah. the three jokers. The only thing the name helped the only thing the the name of the comic book did was show there's three jokers and we saw them. It doesn't explain how they came to be. It doesn't explain why they came to be. There's no there there isn't that or why one of them decided to create the other two. Right. There's no explanation. It doesn't explain who's the real one. I feel like we kind of get a definitive answer who the real one is. Maybe. I don't know. After I said it, I I feel like there is a way to kind of assume who's the original. Yeah. But we, yeah. So we don't know. Who do you think is the original? Um, I think the comedian's the original. I would say it would maybe be, which one was it? The criminal? The killing joke one. I think think that's. No, the one comedian, thing I the comedian like, was a killing joke one. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Which one was the very like serious one? I can't That's remember. That's the criminal. Yeah. The criminal think... is the killing joke one. No, it's not. That's a negative. The killing joke one is the con- the comic. How would you explain the ending of the oh, book? Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Comedian, I think the comedian's the original one and the criminal one ended up being like the bigger, like the most impressive one of the three. Right. That's my guess. Because he left a lot of it open to interpretation because he failed to explain what happened. Which yeah. goes back to me saying, very disappointing. I mean, I would, I was bringing, I was like bringing up the question to myself, why hasn't Batman figured out that there's three Jokers? Well, we get in that question answered. So before but we then, get there, let's just yeah. do it right now. Spoiler warning. Yeah, we're jumping into spoilers because I don't think there's a point. There's a point that we can't talk to the comic anymore without spoiling it. Before we do it, though, again, I highly suggest getting it simply because, one, it's another Batman story. Two, 
great art by Jason Fabic. Three, it's a controversial book, which if you care about that stuff at all, it might end up becoming like a cult phenomenon in years to come. So you never know what's going to happen in years, but very underwhelming, underachieving for me personally. I would still suggest picking these up simply because it's another Batman story. What do you think? I I actually do think it is worth reading, mm-hmm. even though it like book two kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I do think like it has some amusing like scenes and it feels like the Killing Joke animated movie because they make another bat family member hook up with Batgirl and that was <laughs> stupid. That made me really I mad. actually enjoyed that part. So since we're here <laughs> I I enjoyed I liked it makes sense. Barbara Gordon and Red Hood make sense together. Yeah. Unlike Dick Grayson, he does not make sense with Barbara Gordon. No. And Jason makes sense with Barbara because they're both like we said. They both have trauma. That they're getting to. They, they're yeah. getting. They're working through, and they both understand what each other is going through. It just makes to me. I, I've always thought Jason and Barbara make sense. So yeah, I, I had no problem with that. I know a lot of people had problems with that too. I know a lot of people were like, like oh. I don't have a problem with the pairing, but like just in the book, it was like I just want the three Jokers. Right, and that's and that's and that's where we're getting yep. at. You know, the first book was. Yeah. Great! Holy we crap! Like off. that opening scene with um Batman, and like you see all the scars all the he scars has in his like, back. Dang, that was cool. Yeah, it was a cool, very nicely drawn, and it was because you don't really think about that. I know. Like after all these years, like Batman's not gonna be just like a Young perfect man. man. Yeah. He's got like scars and bite marks, and You're right, no, so that 100%, was great, hundred percent. And I agree. And I think the first book was so good just because of that ending, man. Oh, <laughs> when Red Hood so just shoots it, him in the head. Yeah. Oh man. Which which so, Joker I mean, did he shoot though? He shot the uh, clown, I believe it was. The thing is, it's kind of hard. Is after like book one, yeah, or after the scene where we see all of them meeting together, all three Jokers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really explain which Joker is which. It does. You have to look for it. It doesn't make it like directly clear. Like in book three, mm-hmm. I went most of it thinking it was the comedian with the bomb strapped to him. But then I look closer and it's the criminal. But again, it goes back to Jason's art that you can yeah. tell them apart even by looking at them because yeah. they're so, it's so nice. For me, done. I couldn't tell uh, the clown and the comedian apart. Oh, you couldn't tell them apart? No. Well, so just, I can't tell which one he killed. Well, the clown, he killed the clown. I just double checked. Clown has a different type of. Um, this color is a little dark. Um, his, his um, isn't it a bit brighter? It's or something? a little brighter, and it's a green undershirt. Whereas the comedian, uh, the comedian is has a bow tie just like the clown does, but it's darker purple, and it's a yellow vest. And the mm-hmm. criminal has a big old trench coat, and he just looks like a batter guy because he has like he yeah. has like the widow's peak coming on. Yeah, I don't think that could maybe be a hint that he's the actual Joker. I don't know. I still think the original Joker is a clown, because the comedian, because if we go by the ending of the book, the comedian is the one who was the failed comedian. That's right. So yeah. it would make sense that he was the longest one around. Yeah. Because he, that, because at the end of the book, spoiler alert, well, we're past the spoiler, because at the end of the book, we find out, which pissed me off. Yes, I said it. That Batman already knew who the Joker was. Well, he's Batman. So why did he ask... The chair, what the Joker's name was, if he knew the name. Well, I mean, Pedro, Batman is like, he's an atheist. He doesn't <laughs> trust in like deities or whatever, right? Okay. So like, he doesn't believe in all this supernatural stuff, you know, because okay. he's hardened Batman. Okay. He's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He doesn't trust the mystical coal and whatnot. Okay, what is that? So, what is that? Hold on, I'm getting to my point. <laughs> So and you tell Bruce Wayne, Batman, that there is a chair that contains all the knowledge of the universe. Uh-huh. He's obviously not going to believe you because he's an atheist intellectual, Bruce okay. Wayne, Batman. Okay. So to see if the chair is legit, that's why he asks what the Joker's name is. You're wrong. Yeah. To, no, you're wrong because I read Justice League 50. 
to see if the chair is legit, Batman asked the chair who killed Bruce Wayne's parents. And the chair replied, Joe Chill. And so he's like, okay, so I know it's real. And then he asked, what's the name of the Joker? If he already knew at the end who the Joker's name was, why? See, that's why it doesn't make sense to me. Well, obviously, he would have a second backup question because everybody knows who killed Thomas and Martha Wayne. (laughs) Okay, now you're just you're (laughs) asking for straws, and I love it, but not going to happen. It's so. I mean, think about it. Like, people know who killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Joe Chill's not like some hidden secret. Well, people would know that. I disagree. So obviously, there's got to be a second second question. Disagree, but okay. at the end, you see, you find out that that um, Alfred knows. Not Alfred, yeah. sorry, Bruce knows. So it's not to sound like people think, um, not to sound like people think I do, Alfred, but I am Batman. I knew the Joker's name one week after we met. Okay, so what was yeah. the point of these three He's intellectual books? detective Batman. Huh? He's intellectual Bruce Wayne Batman. So what was the point of these three? three books if not to just take seven dollars if not to take like twenty dollars away from me what was the point of this book if he already knew who the joker was what was the point why did he ask the question in 2016 who the joker's name was if he already knew who the joker's name was that to me again it was testing the chair's legitimacy i doubt it I highly doubt that Jeff Jones thought about that. I you know, think Jeff, I, I know you listen to the show and uh, just respond to me on Twitter. Give me the answer. I think Jeff, I think Jeff Jones was going to continue writing a story about this, but then took a step back. And then four years later goes, Oh yeah, there was that story that I kind of talked about once. And no one else ever mentioned. Let's try to do a book about it. That was what it sounds to me because it doesn't make sense to me why you're going to do this if you already have the answer that you're looking for. So that to me is the reason why book three was so underachieving. A decent storyline in book three that redeemed the crappiness of book two. But then that ending just ruined everything for me. Like after I read that, I threw the book across my room. <laughs> like this is stupid. I thought it was the stupidest ending possible for a comic book. Ooh. Very passionate about that. It was dumb. And well, I think here's why I liked it. Because <laughs> at the end of the Killing Joke, yeah. we see probably one of my favorite iconic comic book moments: Joker and Batman laughing together. Yeah, very controversial. Why, too. Why, why? Why is Batman laughing? Because well, here's ba- why he's laughing. He killed him. No, here's why he's laughing, Pedro. Because he knows the funniest joke that Joker doesn't have his wife and son. And Bruce Wayne knows they exist. Bruce Wayne Batman, intellectual man. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I think I really liked that. The joke was that <laughs> he knows yeah. the kid and the parent the mom are alive yeah. and he'll never yeah. see them again. Yeah. Okay. I'll play ball. That's pretty good. <laughs> Did you come up with us all by yourself? Yeah, I did. That's pretty good, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll take it. I'll take that. I'm still not as convinced, though. <laughs> I'm going to uh, read it again. It's going to be one of those books I'm going to keep reading to understand because I feel yeah. like there's so much in there. It's like the masterpiece by Christopher Nolan, Tenet. You have to experience it multiple times. <laughs> no. You see, I have witnessed Tenet four times you now. You witnessed Tenet four times because there's nothing else out in theaters. That's not true. I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy tomorrow. That's already happened. I'm talking about new films. Yeah. The only um, reason you saw Tenet four times is because there's nothing else out. <laughs> if Wonder Woman was out, if Black Widow was out, I doubt you'd be watching yeah. Tenet four times. I don't know. Tell me I'm, I'm wrong. I'm an intellectual like you're Bruce not, Wayne. You're not. You just like the action, okay? <laughs> and if you saw Black Widow and Wonder Woman, you'd be like... I'm not seeing Black Widow. Because I'm it's done not with Marvel. Out. No, what? I'm done with Marvel. No, you're not. You love Marvel. I am. They canceled Daredevil. Yeah. That's which what was you the only good thing met. they put out. No, no, no. You're about it. I just think... No. It's I, one of these I books. will say WandaVision actually looks really cool. That looks lame. One of the things I like about this book is... Okay, I'll say it. Just to, I said it again. I'm gonna say it again. I'm, I'm tired of saying it, but it's. I just love how Jason Fabic 
drew Batman, actually, to be honest, 100%. I know it's funny, but if you looked at it, right, in his actual suit that he wears in this book, it looks pretty cool. It even has a flashlight in the bat light. Yeah, I like that. I like how it's the yellow, like, Batman logo, and it's not just the simple black bat symbol. I really like that. I really did. I thought that was really cool. And I like how he also drew Red Hood with the little robin mask underneath the hood yeah so like when yeah. he takes it off he looks just like a robin it's perfect yeah this is, i'm sorry but like yeah if if i could just erase all the bubbles from this i like i'd be so much happier you know what one of my favorite parts was what gaggy oh yeah gaggy's in yeah. this nobody really knows about gaggy book one right yeah book one yeah. That scene where Red Hood shoots the shark tank and the Joker shark comes out and just eats Gaggy. It was messed up. That was great. That's DC Wacko. I laughed out loud for like you didn't laugh out solid loud. two minutes. I did. That was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. That's funny. Just a little um, Joker midget eaten by a Joker shark. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's why Batman was laughing at the end of the Killing Joke. No, I actually like he has I, foreknowledge that Gaggy's going to be eaten no, by you, you, a clown shark. You're ruining it. You're ruining it. You had a really good theory and then you just destroyed <laughs> it. And I can't take anything you say serious anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, and then back to the whole my whole theory about why Batman was laughing, because Joker thinks like he can destroy Bruce Wayne's life because he knows. Batman's name. Well, Batman knows Joker's name, mm-hmm. and he can do just as much damage. You could, yeah. but you don't find out that he knows Contact Batman's me. name until yeah. this book, The Killing Joke. You yeah. don't, I don't think he knows his name. I want to say he does. I just can't remember. I haven't read I the book in a I while. I don't remember. I I read it a couple weeks ago to double check. I don't think he does. Oh, it's a great book. He does know here. And yeah. that's to me. That's one thing. I'm kind of tired of Pete Bat of Joker finding out who Batman is. Kind of, kind of, it's kind of getting overdone. He, it happened yeah. in Joker War. He knows who Bruce Wayne is. Um, happened here again. I did like. Okay, for all the all the all the all the heat I gave my boy Jeff Jones here, I did enjoy how he brought Joe Chill into this book. And, that was cool. And how. It was the Joker's foreknowledge, I guess you want to say, to have Batman save Joe Chill. Yeah. That so Batman can actually, you know, move on from his trauma of his childhood and only focus on Joker. Because the only point of Joker ever is to have the complete focus of Batman. And so he doesn't yeah. want Batman focusing on Joe Chill or any other villains. And his his only goal in life is to have Batman thinking about him. Kind of like in the Lego Batman movie, which is kind of... <laughs> it's one of the greatest Batman it's movies. It's like a really good film. Time. But yeah, that's the point. And I, 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 it's Joker always wants to be number one in Batman's eyes. And so he goes and makes his whole ordeal to save Joe Chill. Yeah. So I don't know. One thing that kind of ruined my like for it why I didn't like it as much as I thought I would was how they killed one of the Jokers at the end of the first book. I think that would have been better to do at the end of the second book. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the second book was pointless. I mean, it wasn't yeah. pointless. It, it had Joker kind of introducing himself to Jason yeah. and seeing how he was trying to make him become the next Joker and things like that, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like I try, I didn't kill you. I brought you back. Like it kind of, kind of alluded to the fact that Joker brought him back yeah. just to have him become the next Joker. But again, it didn't answer the question that the book brought. How did the Jokers come to be? Did they all just literally create Ace Chemicals, recreate Ace Chemicals, and drop someone in there and they come out as a Joker? It doesn't make sense. How did it happen? It doesn't tell you. If there were, and also if there were three Jokers the entire time, how come we are only hearing about it now? Right. But then in this book, it makes it seem like Gordon knows there's three Jokers, Batman knows there's three Jokers. So why did it take so long for them to figure this out? 
even though Batman and, already knew the name of the Joker. Yeah. It just and there I feel like the way they revealed themselves to be like three different people was kind of underwhelming on like a Joker scale. Yeah. Like I feel like Joker because like he does all this like wacky stuff, there could have been a better, bigger way he revealed. Yeah. Oh, there's three Jokers. Ha ha ha. Just like killing three people and then making them Jokers and putting them in Red Hood costumes felt kinda it doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Also, why did it take so long for the three Jokers to come out? Right. So if there's three Jokers, you don't, you can't tell the difference between three of them. No. And if there are three Jokers throughout the continuity of the DC universe, how come no one ever put it to put two and two together? Because I'm sure these three guys are out there causing chaos at the same time. So how can you not? Right kind of go oh wait there's one here but one here and one there there's three of them so that and Batman oh. being the world's greatest detective makes zero sense that for him not understanding that there's three jokers like like I said like yeah. this story has so many good points and I was super excited for it but then it, it just underperformed when you look back in the like with a bird's eye view on everything it just underperformed yeah and how do we know they're not switching costumes? Oh, well, because you see them all three together one on one. But stop! Now you see there's them. There's always one. theory. Now book one, you see them all together at the same time. Yeah. One knocks on the door, and the other one opens. You can't just no. It's three jokers, dude. Yeah. They could wear different costumes to oh, stop. each other. Thing. Oh no! Whoever's listening to this know. at that time, like <laughs> ignore what he just said. It was pointless. No. No, no, I think I think there was some value to that statement. There was zero. No offense. There was zero value to that one right there. It's three different jokers. It's literally the title of the book. I, I'm just saying, there's three jokers. They might switch outfits every now and then. Like, okay, so you're saying I don't like, know. oh, you're saying like yeah. one of like the comedian yeah. could be wearing the criminal's outfit. Yeah. No, oh, that's what I'm trying okay. to say. That's not what I. Understood. How dare you disregard that? Okay, I understood you say that like it's one person. Using three different yeah, costumes. No, 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 no. Okay, that makes no, more so sense. So maybe, maybe, maybe Jason actually didn't kill the one. Okay, that yeah, yeah, okay. That, that makes sense. Okay. Costumes or something. All right, I, we'll I, never I, understand or find out because it's not canon. And we'll I take never back my again. statement. I take back my statement. Thank you. That was a good point. I understood you. that you said it was one guy. <laughs> Wearing no. three different costumes because that is the oh. stupidest thing you've ever said. But no, if you're I mean I, that would be more interesting <laughs> than all of book two. <laughs> but, I think you and nah. I could make a better book than book two. Oh, I could easily. And then like Jason writes that note at the end. Yeah. That, was, that gets swept away. That was so stupid. Oh my gosh. So here's what you do to change it. Three jokers? But it's actually one. He's using Instagram technology, like when they brought um, Jennifer Hudson to the was it the Grammys a few years ago or something? Oh, no, That's please. the technology. Please no. <laughs> and it's just three holograms, but it's actually just one Joker. Because in the end, it's not going to matter. Because at the end of book three, one of the Jokers kills the other Joker. So oh, there is right. still one Joker. One them, yeah, that's yeah. right. One of them killed the other one. I forgot. Yeah. Was it did the, the, the criminal kill the, the clown? criminal died? Yeah, the criminal. No, died. the criminal died. The criminal died. The criminal had the suicide vest on, and oh, then I believe it was the so comedian it shot him. Goes back to my theory yes. that the comedian is the original Joker it's from the start, right? And from the start, yeah. it makes it seem like the criminal is the mastermind behind everything. Yeah. But then at the end of the book, it ends up being shows that the comedian is actually the, from what I've gathered from the reading the book, as he is the original Joker who created these other Jokers. Because if he wasn't the original Joker, how would he know how to create more Jokers after he killed one? Right. So it makes mm. me believe that the comedian is the original because that's the quote unquote, that's a good point. quote unquote, oldest one. To me, the pros of that book again, you know, art and Batgirl Red Hood were very interesting. Too bad they had an anticlimactic end. That's that's John's problem. <sighs> he messed it up. They had a really. I kind of wish. I wish they had done more with like the whole three Jokers thing, or maybe hundred oh, percent made it canon. Well, they should make know. this an actual story instead of. 
it was not one off. It's yeah, it's not what everyone it's not what anybody expected. It's not it wasn't like earth shattering. No. It was another Batman Joker storyline, which they added a lot more of the fa- of the Batman family in there. But at the end of the day, it was just another Batman storyline. Yeah. It wasn't anything earth shattering. You know, the Killing Joke when it came out shattered things. Like, oh man, this is amazing. When the Dark Knight Returns came out, that changed the comic book world. This doesn't change anything. Like grabbing reading these books yeah. doesn't change the magnitude of comic books it doesn't change how comic books are seen from now on it goes back to the thing that we talk about all the time is like we're in 2020 you know 80 years ago batman came out what else can you do to make batman interesting at this point besides continuing stories here's hear me out a theory three batman (laughs) okay yeah and with that (laughs) goodbye (laughs) bruce wayne is actually one of triplets well, that's and that's the thing, and so they're trying to create new things, which is why yeah. the the future slate coming out in twenty twenty one it might be interesting. You know, it's going to be the fu- in the future, different Batman. Bruce Wayne's not around anymore, so it might change the game a little bit because it's kind of getting redundant. You know, yeah. we, I really thought this was going to be some earth shattering, groundbreaking book, but it ended up being just a regular Joker Batman storyline. In which the Joker ends up getting away. The questions you had starting the book are the same questions you have finishing the book. You don't get answers on who, the, how the three Jokers came to be. You don't have answers on who they are. And so, to me, this book was very anticlimactic. Yeah, not, not great. Not, not the worst thing I've ever read. Oh, of course not. Not the worst thing. I've read worse. Overall, what would you give this book out of five? I'd give it a three. Out of five. That's a solid three. I give it a 2.5. That comes out to 2.8. Yeah. Um, no. Honestly, the 2.5 to me are only because of the artwork. No. I don't <laughs> think it's that bad. I'm giving, I'm being 100% honest. No. To me, the 2.5 is just the artwork. The story was bad. Wasn't no. a fan. And I, it makes me sad to say that because I really wish I enjoyed it. Um, I was really, I really got sold on this, on this book when it came out. And the fact that it ended up not being what I thought it would be kind of disappointed me a little bit. Not going to lie. Very disappointed no. in that, in that, in that aspect. So any, it does any not final? meet the comic misfit standard. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, it does. So, mm. Oh, it doesn't. It's a two point. What was it? That's a 2.8. Yeah. Again. I ha- if you want to buy the book to have this book, you get it. If you want to get this book for the art, get it. If you want to get this book because you like Batman, get it. Yeah. But or maybe into- you could get it to uh, support our sponsor, yeah. Docking Bay 94. Reach out to Docking Bay, comicandgame.com. Grab the book there. If you live in Florida, go stop by over there. But other than that, like, don't go into this book expecting it to be something earth-shattering. It's not. It's a regular Batman story with Joker. That's what yeah. I got out of it, and I usually try my best to be very understanding of what I'm reading. Yeah. And reading this book over and over again just made me feel like I was like, um, oh, it's not that not that great. But 2.5, I would give it. It didn't give it a three, so it ended up being a 2.8, actually 2.75, which we rounded up to an eight. Correct? No. Yeah, we rounded up. Yeah. For sure. Any, any any closing thoughts before we uh, wrap up another episode? No, I think that's about it. I've said all I can say. I'm proud of all these notes I've taken, and I'm very the proud of you. Three times I think I read through all the books. Very proud of how you read the book again on your lunch break. Yeah. Did notes. Had yeah. a great great discussion. Had really good thoughts on your theory about Batman laughing at yeah. the end of the Killing Joke. Blew my mind, actually, 100%. I will say one thing I didn't like about this entire experience is that I took away my time from reading Watchmen, which I finally sat down to read, and I love it. That's good. It's amazing. But that's going to wrap up another episode of Comic Misfits, guys. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode, and we hope you enjoyed your time as much as we enjoyed talking about the three Jokers. 
If you like the show, make sure you rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media channels. Just look for Comic Misfits. We are the only one now. And uh, until next time, I'm Pedro. And I'm Aiden. Ta-ta for now.